You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. For you were once darkness, but now you're light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And verse 10, find out what pleases the Lord. Find out what pleases the Lord. God doesn't walk in darkness. If I'm living in sexual sin, I'm not walking with God. If I'm living with a foul mouth, that's my conversation, I'm not walking with God. It's the old life. It's the old man. The Bible is very distinct in its language concerning what it means to be born again as a believer in Christ. All throughout Paul's epistles to the early churches, we read that our old self has been put to death and that we're no longer who we once were. As Pastor Danny will remind you in his message today, we as believers are constantly dying to our old ways as we pursue sanctification. In his study, you'll learn that as we grow in our relationship with Christ, our old behaviors will naturally subside. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 with today's edition of The Living Word. 1 John 1, 7. This is a great one. This puts it right there, right there where everybody can understand it. God is light, and in him, there's no darkness at all. Uh, John chapter 8, verse 12. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Now, you might want to turn just briefly to Ephesians chapter 5. I'm just going to read one section of it, not all those verses I have up there on the screen. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 3, but among you there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed because these are improper for God's holy people, nor should there be obscenity. Foolish talk, of course, joking. It's amazing to me uh, how my conversation, my talk has changed since I became a Christian. Now, I still have bumps in the road. I hope you understand that, you know. I'm not perfect in my conversation, but my talk now is totally different than it was before I gave my life to Christ. You know, I, I was cussing like a sailor, you know, and just foul language, you know. And now it's just amazing how God has cleaned up my tongue. But these are out of place but rather thanksgiving. For of this you can be sure, no immoral, impure, or greedy person, such a man as an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Now you could sum all these up in other scriptures that relate to this as the old life, the old life. That's the Mother Fletcher's, okay? Read on. Verse 7, therefore, do not be partners with them. You could translate that another way. Don't walk with them. Doesn't mean you don't have unchristian friends, non-Christian friends. Obviously, we live in the world. We want to reach out to the world. But those aren't the people that are your closest friends. They're not the people that you're really hanging out with and that you do things together in common. Okay? That's your old life. Read on. Verse 8. For you were once darkness, but now you're light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And verse 10, find out what pleases the Lord. Find out what pleases the Lord. God doesn't walk in darkness. If I'm living in sexual sin, I'm not walking with God. If I'm living with a foul mouth, 
That's my conversation. I'm not walking with God. It's the old life. It's the old man. Okay? Now, God provides direction through his word. I I so thank God. Don't you thank God that he gave us this book? I mean, he gave us this book. Uh, Psalm 1, verses 1 and 2. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, sit in the seat of mockers, uh, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Uh, You could put that up against uh, verses like where Paul says in Corinthians, bad company corrupts good character. Again, you don't make your closest pals and people you're doing things in common with those people that you were with before you knew Christ. All right? So God provides direction. One of my favorite uh, verses is Psalm 119, 105. Uh, you may be familiar with it. If not, you, you may have heard it. And as I quote it, you may be reminded of it. It goes like this. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. What a great verse, isn't it? A lamp unto my feet. I learned years ago, that's short term. That's daily bread. That's giving me direction today. A lamp unto my feet to take steps today and a light unto my path. That's long-term direction. Your word, a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. Now, we could talk a lot more about all these. God doesn't walk in darkness. God provides direction through his word, so I need to go to his word. And as I see things in the word, I go, well, that's where I need to go. That's the way I need to live. That's the way I need to live, okay? Number three, God is not pleased with doubt. Regarding his clear communication or revelation. Now, this is a struggle. I I hope you can appreciate this one. You know, I struggle still today with this sometimes. God's clearly revealed revelation. Luke chapter 1 talks about a guy named Zechariah. Zechariah was uh, a priest, one of the the priestly uh, line, and he was serving his priestly duty there in the uh, temple. And an angel appears to him. And the angel says to him, him uh, you and your wife, Elizabeth, are going to have a son, a child. Well, they haven't had a child for years, and now it, it would take a miracle, you know, really. And uh, Zechariah doubts. And the angel says, because you didn't believe, because you doubted, you're not going to be able to speak until this child is born. <laughs> kind of humorous to me a little bit, you know, because the angel on behalf of the Lord says, okay, because you doubted, uh, you won't be able to say anything again until this child is born. Well, later they gave birth. Uh, they had John the Baptist as their kind of miracle child preceding uh, Messiah. Matthew chapter 14, verses 28 and following, that section there. Disciples are in the boat, storm. Uh, wind and waves, and they're, uh, they're scared to death. They think they're going to die. And they see someone walking in the water. They think it's, they think it's the death angel, basically. They think they're going to die. And they're crying out, and then it's Jesus, and he says to them, don't be afraid. It's me. <laughs> Peter says, if it's you, Lord, bid me come on the water. And if you know the story, Peter gets out of that boat in the middle of the storm and begins to walk on the water until... He gets his eyes off Jesus, onto the wind and the waves and the storm. He begins to sink. And then the Lord reaches down and by his grace and mercy pulls Peter back up out of the water as he's sinking. And then the Lord says to Peter, here's what he said. Why did you doubt? Why did you doubt? I'm still challenged with this one, but listen, without faith, It's impossible to please him. And once he speaks to me clearly, once he reveals something clearly, he wants me now 
to respond by trusting him, by believing him. Hey, God wants me to focus on what is unseen rather than what is seen. Uh, Another really great verse, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I love this passage. Verse 16, let me read it. Therefore, we do not lose heart. The context of that is all the suffering and all the tough times that Paul and those with him, his ministry companions, had been experiencing over years. But he says, therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we're wasting away, yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. All. And then he says this. This is the clincher. So we fix our eyes... Not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. A lot of verses like that. Uh, Peter, 1 Peter chapter 1. Even though we haven't seen Jesus, we believe in him and we're filled with a glorious and inexpressible joy. We're sitting around over the Thanksgiving holidays, had some people over from church and, and my family there. And we went outside by the pool. And I don't know if you've been outside over the last few nights during the holidays. We've had some beautiful evenings. I mean, beautiful. And all of a sudden, we got to talking and talking about people that we love that are gone. They've died. My mother. My grandmother. And as we shared, uh, I had everybody look up. I looked up, and I said, I said, but you know what? As we're talking about it, as you look up, and, and, and sitting in as amazing as we're sitting here right now, somewhere beyond these stars, God dwells. Somewhere beyond these stars, there really is a throne, and God really is seated on it, and Jesus is really there, and my mother is really there, and my grandmother is really there, and we just sat around talking about a reality that we cannot see but we firmly believe in. And we were so encouraged, so encouraged, lifted above the pain, lifted above the loss, lifted to a reality that I can't see with my physical eyes, but I know is real. And that's what God wants. That's what he's pleased with. When we focus on what is unseen, the unseen truths, the unseen realities that are beyond this world and beyond this life. Praise the Lord. Even if you weren't here, I'm preaching to myself. Thanks for joining us today to study the book of Hebrews. There's so much to learn, so we hope you'll keep coming back to study with Pastor Danny Hodges. You can find more of the messages from this series right now on our website, ccfstpete.church. You'll be directed to our YouTube page where you can find a number of teachings from Calvary Chapel Fellowship and subscribe to our channel. Come connect with us on social media as well. You'll find The Living Word on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and jump into the conversations there you'll be able to find links to all of these at our website, ccfstpete.church. If you happen to be in the St. Petersburg area, we'd love to meet you. 
Every message you hear on The Living Word comes from a teaching Pastor Danny has shared at Calvary Chapel Fellowship, and you're invited to join us for our weekly services. Come just as you are for a time of worship, fellowship, and studying the Bible on Saturday at 6 p.m. or Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. Find directions on our website. Again, that's ccfstpete.church. We also live stream our services, so if you can't make it in person, join us online. You'll find a link at the top of the page at ccfstpete.church. That's all the time we have for today. Feel free to read ahead in Hebrews, and be sure to tune in next time to join Pastor Danny right here on The Living Word.